Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. Want to tell the story of your small business? Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today, small beer makers battle distributors and bar owners and dealing with an employee who was the wrong hire. Those stories after this. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. All it takes is 15 minutes to find out if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And Geico offers coverage for more than just car insurance. Got a motorcycle? Geico's got you covered. Got an RV? Covered. Got a boat? Covered. How about homeowners or renters insurance? You bet Geico's got you covered. And there's so much more Geico could help with. Plus, don't forget the discounts. Go to Geico.com today and see how much you could save. That's Geico.com. Small brewers are squaring off against distributors and bar owners in a fight for drinkers as craft beer's once explosive growth cools. Craft beer volumes grew just 1.6% last year, slowest growth in at least 10 years. Growth is being driven entirely by direct sales from brewers to customers. Direct sales last year grew 24.2%. Small brewers are eager to capitalize on the trend since selling direct makes for higher margins, but many distributors and bar owners are feeling shortchanged. It's a story by Wall Street Journal reporter Sabara Chowdhury. Sabara, what's up here? So um, there are small and independent brewers in the U.S. that have an exception to what's called a three-tier system that many states have forced um, after prohibition. They're forced to keep the production, distribution, and sale of alcohol separate. But small brewers have an exception from this so that they can educate the public about their product, about their beer. And so many of them can sell directly through either tap rooms or brew pubs they can sell their craft beers directly to the public. Um, what I found, though, is that in many states across the U.S., there's actually fights going on between distributors um, and bar owners on the one hand and these small craft brewers on the other hand because the distributors and the bar owners say, you're infringing on our turf, you know, th- this, is, this is our job, um, and you guys are increasingly selling directly to consumers and stepping on our toes. Ooh, so that's okay. really at the heart of the story. So the brewers... For- for their part, say what? So the brewers, for their part, say the consumer should be able to make a choice about where they want to buy their product. This is a free market. We should not be having these nanny state regulations that say, you know, artificially impose barriers as to where and uh, where a consumer can and cannot shop. The distributors, for their part, say the three-tier system was imposed for a reason. You know, we should stick to the rules. The more carve-outs you make, the more exceptions you make to a system, the weaker it is. Um, And so the fight is kind of going on in a way between a a more free market approach and a a more rule-bound approach. Mm. We're speaking with Sabara Chowdhury, consumer goods and retail reporter at The Wall Street Journal. She's written about this beer battle that's brewing between craft beer makers and distributors, along with uh, bars and restaurants in some cases. I know you pointed out that uh, beer, as uh, the bigger beer companies, I guess, and the smaller mm-hmm. craft brewers are losing out to wine and spirits. That says to me that their product is just not good enough right now. I think it has to do with the fact that it's just a very crowded market, but also there are, there are changes in the way people drink. So the U.S. you know, demographics have changed. It's not just young, white, male people who drink anymore. You have 
um, there's more Hispanics, no, more African Americans, more women drinking, and there's more choices now. More restaurants um, have alcohol licenses. There's more venues where you can drink than ever before, whether it be places like stadiums or bars or there are quiz nights or all sorts of places. And so I think with that fragmentation, the beer monopoly, the big beer monopoly on the American drinker seems to have weakened a little bit. And I'm not necessarily sure I'd agree that the, the product is at fault when it comes to craft beer because there's so much choice and yeah. so much variation um, when it comes to the flavor profile. But I do think that there's just way more choice when it comes to the, the wine and the spirits that you can get, uh, not just in terms of the actual products, but the venues you can buy them in. And uh, the marketing opportunities they have now are just much bigger than before. And I think wine and spirits have done a very good job with food pairings and, uh, you know, when you go to a restaurant, that's yeah. what you might choose to order. Whereas beer is still lagging be- behind a little bit in convincing people to order beer with dinner at a nice restaurant. Thanks, Sabara. Wall Street Journal reporter Sabara Chowdhury. Well, what do you do when you've made a mistake with the person you've hired? 74% of employers say they've hired the wrong worker for a job, according to a career builder survey. Moneyish.com says that cost nearly $15,000 on average in the last year. Say you've soured on your latest hire. Workplace expert Stephen Viscusi says if somebody's not performing within the first 30 to 45 days, get rid of them. He says if the chemistry is good and you're willing to invest time, then maybe give yourself 90 days. In the meantime, talk about your expectations, your preferred management style, and how you can help him or her succeed. Provide specific examples of how you and the team view his or her performance. Be sure to document the person's poor performance to cover your back. Best case, have a lengthy and intense interviewing process that includes meeting various teams and key players and invest time and effort in training and mentoring in those first 90 days. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is thismorningwithgordondeal.com, as well as on places like iTunes and SoundCloud. Those are also spots where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. You can send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.